friends to watch closely a weekly show where we take a closer look at the world of movies television and what's streaming i'm your host jason and joining me as always a man who knows success doesn't come for free you have to do whatever it takes to seize your moment ernie. <laughs> how are you doing ernie Yes, I'm doing well, dude. I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for that introduction. I'm not gonna say, dude. I want people to. I want people to actually like tweet at us and like surprise us. So, how was your week, though? It was great, dude. I had a, had a good little week. Um, we went to go see Venom finally, which was awesome. For some reason, somehow, like none of Venom got spoiled for me. Like not even the post credit, nothing. Like I didn't see it anywhere. Usually on Twitter, like people will be like, "Oh, hey." This is, you know, this is what's going to happen in the, in the new Marvel, you know, or something, you know, to, in that sense. I was like, well, nothing like that. I was like, this is crazy. Like, what's going on? Yeah, it's weird. I know it did well. Like, a lot of people went to see it. I would say, like, if I just give, like, a quick little review. Like, I liked it. I thought, you know, Andy Circus did good directing. There was some fun moments, but I don't think it was for kids. Like, we went and saw it with kids, and I felt like, yeah, this is, like, Carnage was a pretty bad guy. Um, yeah, so they, so- they really stretched that PG-13 rating. Yeah. But anyway, we should focus on all the stuff that we, we saw this weekend. So thank you guys for joining us. We're going to be talking about DC fandom, which happened over the weekend. And we'll also ask, answer some of your Twitter questions as well. Um, I was going to say, if you guys want to get your question onto the show, tweet at us at Watchful Tweets. We're like always checking the Twitter. So chances are you'll get your question on the show. So Yeah, um, dude, they're fun to answer, too, because it's like sometimes there's questions that we don't even think of. You know, like we read them and we're like, Dang, this is a good question. Yeah. Like, I want to talk about this. So, Ernie, DC fandom event. It's called the Gathering of the Biggest and Brightest Talent throughout the DC universe for a spectacular preview of what's ahead. So we got, you know, sneak peeks of movies coming up and a lot of shows. And I think there was a little more emphasis on games. Yeah, dude, it was it was definitely very long. I, I know that for a fact because I had started watching it on my desk. I think I went to my couch and then I went to my bed within those like hours of all the content that was going out, they kept saying, Oh, we're going to finally show you the Batman trailer at some point. You know, that's what I was there for. Right. But overall, like I enjoyed it. I I think uh, like the geekiness of me kind of came out. I was smiling. I was like, I was pretty excited for what was coming out. I didn't expect a lot of the news that was dropped. So I was like, yes, I'm excited for next year. Um, What about you? What did you think overall? Yeah. You're more of a comic guy than I am. So I'm glad you enjoyed the, the surprises because I was thinking like you know what are we actually going to get like I was for me personally I was thinking there's going to be more behind the scenes stuff and like trailer yeah. stuff and I felt like the four hours it was a, it was a big tease right like you were saying like the Batman was going to you knew it was going to be at the end because they had already announced the trailer yeah of course yeah yeah but there was a lot of filler dude like I felt like they spent a lot of time on merch and like partnerships they did with like the Superman pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Like>, this... <laughs> I was like, this is cool, but like, I don't, I can't probably wear that and look good. You know what I mean? That's for yeah. a special kind of person. And then people were complaining, like we got four hours and we had a minute of the flash trailer and that was it. That's all we got. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's true. They could have just dropped it online and like saved us the trouble. But I, I, overall, I would say that I love seeing all the, all the inclusion that's happening as far as like cultural representation. Like there's yeah, yeah. so much, there's a wide range, uh, which I thought mm-hmm. was cool. And Tiffany Smith and uh, Jim Lee that, that hosted it, I thought they did a great job too. So I like that part of it. Um, but yeah, let's get into like the highlights, like smaller highlights and then work our way up to the trailers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. One of the things that was a pleasant surprise was I didn't know Smallville was turning 20 and I felt yeah. super old. 
But I, I, dude, I love that show. Such a great show. Same, dude. Such a great show, dude. I've watched it many times. And I'll tell you one thing, dude. I, I was, everything was great. Like the interview, dude, freaking Tom Welling and uh, Michael Rosenbaum, dude, they're just, they're great to just talk to each other. You know what I mean? They brought you back. At least for me. Yeah, they brought, yeah, definitely. But like the one thing, dude, they showed like a bunch of clips of like the show and I, and I was like, yeah, this is awesome. I remember it's like the reminiscing about, you know, started reminiscing. But I was like, I was telling my wife this. I was like, dude, I was uh, a little sad, bro. Cause they didn't, they didn't play the song, bro. Oh yeah. Somebody say, you know, like (laughs) they didn't put that on. I was like, why not? Dude, like, at least Come in the on. background, right? Like, like yeah, what yeah. they're talking, yeah. But they had a great kind of sizzle reel at the beginning. I loved like how they set it up and like, yeah, it, yeah. It just brought all those like fun. And I love their stories about like how Clark would never get any lines, right? Like Tom Milling would would have like one line and yeah, he said he would write. Uh, he was written soliloquies. Yeah, and so it was just like him. Like, and then like, and then he would say like, uh, so and he's like, that's <laughs> the only line he has. And it, it's so true. You know, obviously, like Michael Rosenbaum's, you know, Lex Luthor, he's very, you know, very smart guy. So he's going to be able to, like, overpower him with his mind, kind of, in a sense. And I was just like, wow, dude, they really didn't give him a lot to talk, you know, with him, at least. It was just great to see them, like, interacting again. And, like, it just makes me miss Smallville. So I was glad they did that little. Yeah. um, One of the things that was uh, also announced was that they're going to have an animated series which is in development right now. And it's said to address like a lot of the questions of where the characters are like now in the time being, because, you know, obviously. So then I think it's like a lot of the original actors uh, minus uh, one of the actress, one of the actors who, uh, you know, she did something crazy. We're not going to talk about it, but you can look it up. (laughs) You can look it up. Uh, So I just wanted to say that because I thought that was really cool. I didn't even catch that. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a random little thing that was a side note. And then we got a the Blue Beetle had a, what like a costume look we got a, and a and a casting change right tell me more about this dude so we got a first look at the costume it's just a very like well drawn out like what would you call that like graphic uh, artwork right like just a, artwork concept art yeah and so it shows Chulo's Maridueña is gonna be like the new Blue Beetle I only know him from Karate Kid uh, the I mean sorry Cobra Kai the show oh, and he okay. does a great job there but. This is kind of cool because like Blue Beetle is one of those characters that like in the in the comics and in the animated series is always like a powerful kind of like being or not being, but like the scarab is he's very, very powerful weapon. And so like they always kind of play off of it a lot in the in the animated series. And it's always a cool character. He's a kid, you know, he's from Texas. And like I think he's like one of the only Latin X kind of characters that I know in the DC universe that I could recall. But I thought it was pretty cool. What did you think? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I don't really know a lot about him, but the picture looks cool. It's got the, like, energy coming off of his fists and stuff. And looks like he can kind of manipulate it. Um, yeah, yeah. Kind of like Storm or something. But I like the look of it. I like the, the yellow eyes and, like, the... Is that supposed to be Scarab or wings coming off the back? It's the Scarab. Because uh, the Scarab's like a backpack. And so you can oh, see okay. on the side of his, like, uh, of his ribs... There's like a latch, like those those arm kind of things that are latching uh, onto him. Yeah, it's yeah. a scarab in his back, and like that's what gives him like the suit. If you guys want to look it up, I, I suggest you guys look up Comic Story and or you know one of those cool YouTube channels that goes in depth, which is pretty neat. I like it. I think it looks cool. Same. A new Catwoman series was introduced called Catwoman Hunted. The cartoon itself looks kind of an anime, at least to me. But I yeah. like the look of Catwoman. She's drawn kind of more in the classic sense that we haven't really seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think, Ernie? 
I thought it looks cool. Um, it's probably not something I'm kind of looking for right now, but I think it it's just because of all the other other stuff that's coming out. I, I mean, I'll probably check it out, but like you know, we'll get into the next one, which is going to be like Harley Quinn and the Batman Cape Crusader. And I like that's more exciting to me than Catwoman. I've never been a big Catwoman fan, you know. But you know, the, the show looks cool overall, though. I like her in in animated series. I thought she was always cool. Um, you know, yeah. Halle Berry kind of <laughs> it was a miss, but. Um, I, I'm excited to see what they do with it. And yeah. then we were, we were even saying uh, Stephanie Patrice is is playing the voice of uh, Batwoman. And uh, she's killing it, man. She's getting all kinds of roles. Yeah, she's like everywhere right now. It, it's interesting to see. It's, a, it's like uh, Andy Serkis. We keep seeing him in a lot of things. Like he directed Venom. He's like doing all the like other stuff, which is pretty neat. So, Yeah. And then we got Harley Quinn season three. We were expecting to see a trailer. But then instead we got... Uh, an animated introduction of some concept art. What do you think about that, Ernie? Did I? <laughs> I think that was like the biggest tease, like throughout the whole thing. I mean, we all knew that there was going to be a season three. Obviously, the way the show ended, and like you know, the characters are so beloved now. Like you know, we want to see what Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn are going to be up to. And uh, it it was pretty cool. I like that they got the voices. Um, you know, her King Shark. You know, talking and like breaking the fourth wall in a sense, right? Talking about the show. And then he, and then Kite Man comes out, which is pretty yeah. sweet. It just made it just gave it that what like like that little like oomph that you needed, you know, to make it even sweeter. I mean it was fun, right? Like I liked how like you say, it was very meta. Like they were talking about how like ah animation takes so long. And then Kite Man's like, I can do this so far. Like he could just go back and forth. <laughs> just his bottom of his body is what's yeah. moving yeah. So I liked I liked that. It was very it was very fun. But yeah, like I was expecting to see something, right? Show us a little mm-hmm. bit of footage. Um, no, yeah, I agree with you. I think like a lot of people still underestimate that COVID is happening. So a lot of this is not like you know there, a lot of people are still not back in their offices. A lot of people are at home doing these creations. So it you know it takes a little longer. You know when it's I'm sure a bit. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not saying like we're pretty certain that the third season is going to be good because we the show has been pretty good so far. So. So Batman's getting a new series that harkens back to the very first animated series, like the classic like Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, The series has a lot of cool people behind it. So J.J. Abrams is attached to it. Uh, Matt Reeves, James Tucker from Batman Beyond. Uh, yeah. Tell us, Ernie, what do you think about this? Dude, this is what I wanted. You know, like if I wanted anything for like animated series, like I love Harley Quinn. Don't get me wrong. That's a great show. But dude, Batman, Caped Crusader, dude. This is going to be like what I would have wanted, you know, to, as a kid and as an adult, I guess, because <laughs> I guess like like you said, it's going back to the original like animated series that we used to watch as kids and bringing it to like the new light. So I like that they're keeping that old noir kind of like style of the character, which is, yeah. you know, one of my favorite Batman versions. Yeah, I think this was genuinely a surprise for me because I was not expecting them to announce this. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I, you know, I love that series. Um, so I'm excited to see where they take it. They gave us one little poster, which was the still. I thought they were going to show, like, you know, concept art or something. Yeah, yeah, more stuff, yeah. Um, and he's got really big ears. That was my takeaway. <laughs> I know, <laughs> is- yeah, it looks a little, it looks different. I thought they were going to try to keep it in line with, like, the original. But, I mean, they have to change it. They have to, like, uh, you know. Like, it took um, me a little bit while to get used to the Batman, like, the newest one, I think it is. That um, he has kind of that huge forehead and like small ears. And oh, he's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. drawn a little differently, but you know, you get over it. And then I actually, yeah. actually didn't mind that series. Um, no, yeah. 
I think the best series that I've watched for Batman thus far was Brave Batman Brave and the Bold. I don't know if you've seen that, but that's oh, I haven't it. seen that one. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's so great. If you like Harley Quinn, it's not as like raunchy and you know very you know that that like humor that that that, that animated series has, but yeah. Batman Brave and the Bold is probably one of the best ones I've seen. Like they actually tackle a lot of like uh, villains that you'd never get to see, you know, like, and it takes itself serious at sometimes, but we get, dude, we get, and let me just talk about this rant here for you. One of my favorite villains comes out in that show. It's called, uh, his name is the music Meister, dude. And he basically makes you sing and he sings with the black canary, dude. Oh, it's so such a sweet episode, bro. Definitely recommend that you guys watch that. I'll have to check that out. I haven't seen it. I'd say one of the other things to mention, but they didn't really have any footage was um, Wonder Woman 3 was announced, which is great. I don't. I wanted to ask you, like, how did you feel about the last Wonder Woman? I actually, I liked it. I thought it was good. I liked it too. I think, honestly, I liked the first one a lot more. Wonder Woman 84 was like decent. Uh, a lot of people didn't really care for it that I've talked to. You know, like, I, I think that's just an testament to like people not really enjoying women as like the strong lead. I think watching the movie, I thought that like, they did a good job, like overall, like the story. I like Pedro Pascual's character. Like, I thought mm-hmm. he was like, I thought he was fun. And it's gonna be Patty Jenkins again. So I, I want to see what she can do again. Now that hopefully no more pandemic, let's get her like you know, the most money she can, I guess, in the movie theater. So I'm glad they gave her a chance. What about you? What did, what did yeah. you think about the announcement? Like, I know people are kind of bashing what she was saying about how um, like Wonder Woman is one of the most significant characters or superheroes of our time and other people are like well uh you've seen batman right like there's p- people were saying like you should uh look at the roster but i i know what she's saying she's saying that yeah, for a woman for a woman th- right? well not even that but this this character is trying to do or at least she's trying to show that you can be a hero without the violence and without the like like that was a very shocking ending in the second movie i was surprised they didn't have a big battle right it was like basically her trying to reason with her like, let's not fight about this. Let's talk about this. Like, what is it that you want? Like, you're, like, what are your motives? And I was like, that we don't really have a superhero that wants to, wants to like change people's thinking, right? There, there's a lot of we're gonna beat the bad guys and throw them in jail type of thing. And yeah, yeah. So I understand where she's coming from, and I, you know, I love like seeing stories of positivity and like hope and that type of thing. So I like it. Um, I just think it's really hard, based on like, especially seeing the Batman trailer. <laughs> Hmm. the the mindset of the audience at this moment i don't think is ready for it i don't think yeah no i i think you're i mean i definitely agree with you i i think you're right it was it's very telling of like the fans at this time because like everyone is excited for batman like that, that that's what we're all here for like i think when they announced dc fandom like they literally were like just hyping up the batman trailer like matt reeves everyone on twitter like that was the thing but, you know, the fact that we got Wonder Woman 3 announced just like there and they kind of like discussed the years of, of Wonder Woman and like what she brought to the table and how she was like that positive femininity in the world at that time. And like I thought that I thought that was a great outlook because like like I like I stated before, like I like when there is like the diversity I like. But when they do it well, like now when they do some crazy thing where they're trying to shove like some sort of like agenda, you can tell, you know yeah. what I mean? Which That's is true. which is never like a good thing, you know. Like it, it, when it's done tastefully, like it, it's awesome. Like that's what I loved about the Wonder Woman's and Gal Gadot's character. Like I think they that sh- they did such a wonderful job representing that character. I, I know a lot of people like think that as well. So I, I'm I'm excited to see what they do next. Yeah, totally. So moving on, 
we had a bunch of uh, video game trailers and like news, I would say, about the video games. And I'll be honest, some of them actually looked really decent for me, but I know you were like excited about a couple of them. And yes. I wanted to ask you, what did you think? Because I kind of missed some of the beginning of okay. um, the fandom. Like I kind of jumped in late. So they had already gone through Suicide Squad as a new video game called Kill the Justice League. Is that what it's called? Yes, dude. Yeah. Dude, cool, great trailer. Like, basically, it's like Harley Quinn, uh, Deadshot, uh, Boomerang, and uh, King Shark are the main, like, protagonists in the in the game. Now, I don't know much about it because uh, one of my buddies was telling me that they announced that they said that you only get to play as Harley Quinn. I don't believe uh, so, though, because I, it, it, I feel like it would ruin the game, like, if you're not able to go off and be Boomerang and, you know, do a mission with him. So I, I haven't checked anything, you know, so take that with a grain of salt. I'm Our multiplayer sure. would be freaking awesome, dude. Yeah, you dude. could have four of them play. Yeah, dude. I think we'll, go, we'll talk about the next one. Gotham Knights is that. So, but dude, this game, bro, you literally, <laughs> you're, you know, you're the Suicide Squad. We all know the Suicide Squad. You're trying to kill freaking the Justice League. So you're like trying to take out freaking Superman, the Flash, Green Lantern. Uh, there is a moment in the trailer where you see Wonder Woman fighting. And I think Wonder Woman is helping you because she's attacking Superman at some point. So I don't know how that's going to work. I think oh, Brainiac, I think Brainiac is controlling them is what it seems like. Cause you see like Superman's eyes and they're like purple, like he's controlled. Oh, dang. Well, that's so, a suicide mission. Dang. Like if you're trying to take down Superman. <laughs> exactly. Bro. Which is cool. I think that's what like made everyone so excited about it because like, you know, I, obviously we would love to like be Superman, but it's like, I feel like it's hard to be Superman in a video game. Like we had that Nintendo 64 one, which was terrible. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that, <laughs> but uh, it, like, so it, it's going to be pretty neat to see how they're like, how they mess with the characters. Cause like the banter between the characters is freaking awesome. I mean, I would, I would say I'm not super excited. Like I like the trailer and I like mm -hmm. that it's like in the same world, but I think I'm more excited about Gotham Knights like that. Yeah. That like sold me. What did, what <laughs> sold you about it? What, what, like, what did you think? Like you get to be these characters and it looks like, a, like it's going to be a really fun multiplayer. It looks like they thought mm -hmm. through the dynamics. It's got that kind of Tomb Raider feel and um, it just lets you explore the world a lot more. And it's like a grander mm -hmm. scale, right? Mr. Freeze is like going crazy. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. What'd you think of it? I, this is the one I'm most excited about. I mean, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad killed Justice League looks dope. But if I would have to choose, dude, I think I want to play Gotham Knights. Like, it's it's basically a, a, an RPG, so you're leveling up your character as you're going through the world. Um, you know, like you said, it is multiplayer, so or co-op. Um, Meaning you can jump in a game, and I can help you take down like a freaking you know uh, penguin's lair or whatever have you, which would be which is really cool. But like, and like I the do, characters, like the different characters yeah. will change how you're going through the stuff, right? Like exactly, depending on yeah. who you are. I think the most. The thing that's like the coolest, you know, I love the characters and everything, but like, dude, I'm so glad that we're going to Court of Owls. Like, if you guys don't know, this game is taking place after Batman is supposedly dead. Like, he's dead. And so the underworld, the crime, the criminal underworld heard this. And like, you know, obviously they're going to try to come out, you know, like so Penguin, you know, the Mr. Freeze, all the baddies are coming out, dude, to play, you know. And so it's up to the Bat family to kind of like, you know, try to like stop them. And so, like, and then the, and then you start to f figure out that there's more to it, like the Court of Owls, which is like this this dope comic. You guys should definitely read. There's a there's a movie. I think it's called. Uh, I was talking about it last time. I think it's called Batman versus Robin, but it's like this one per the the one percent that are very rich and like 
they basically control like the populace and they're they they have like so much money to like kill and do a bunch of it's really freaking neat dude. like it's a really great like it's a good one dude that's cool i loved how in the in the behind the scenes conversations they were saying like owls are the natural predators of bats so it kind of all works together oh, yeah. it was like yeah, that's yeah. cool <laughs> yeah it's, it's freaking sweet dude they they did a, they did a great job especially setting the tone up for the for the game i thought it was going to be a little bit more like uh, not like obviously gotham is never lighthearted, but i thought it was going to be a little bit more like Oh, here's Batgirl with Nightwing, you know, fighting kind of thing. And the, but you know, there's a this darker presence that's there that you're like, okay. It looks very story driven. I think that's what makes it fun. Is Definitely, that you're trying yeah. to go through these episodes, and kind of living in the world, which I thought's. I know I, I'm really excited for it. That's probably one of the ones I want to. I want to play. Play it. Definitely, I want to play. Yes. Let's. So those those were kind of like the minor highlights, and now I think we can get into the the big like tentpole announcements right so we we had a, a bunch of trailer footage that got shown it was you know it wasn't a ton but from what we got it was pretty cool i think so first up is black adam got a trailer finally It's a teaser trailer. Yeah, what did you think, dude? So it comes out swinging, bro. Like it. So I had to watch it a couple times to like know what was going on. But I was I don't know anything about Black Adam, but I was shocked when he like he comes and he like lightning bolts. <laughs> she actually says Shazam to like summon him. So it's tied to Shazam, right? Um Yeah, no, thought- he, he's the original Shazam. Like he was like created by the original like like so, he uh, has the powers of Shazam, but I think his he's not his name's not Shazam. I guess he's Black Adam, but like his story is pretty cool because like I think he like if I'm not mistaken, I think he's like from Egypt and like you know they give him the they grant him the power so he can basically liberate his people from like this tyranny that's happening at the time. So I think there's they're gonna do like a whole like little thing about it. Like I think you're gonna you're gonna see that this is like one of the most difficult villains that anyone can face. But I think you're also going to like him because of there's a reason that he is the way he is, right? Yeah. So, like, the trailer sets him up as, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? And then he, like, electrocutes or, you know, disintegrates that one dude. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He, he's not a nice guy. And, and uh, like, everyone starts firing at him, which, you know, like, why would you fire at him when you saw what he could do? But <laughs> Exactly. I, I think... I think a lot of people don't. Well, it's not that a lot of people don't know, but like obviously Superman is weak with kryptonite. Yeah. Yeah. Or is weakened by kryptonite. But the thing that weakens him the most is magic. That's like his biggest weakness. Like he can't fight magic. And Black Adam is all magic, dude. And so, like, oh. it, that's it, so he can go toe to toe with like, you know, the Man of Steel, bro, which is that's what I think excited me a lot more. And I love The Rock. So it's like pretty dope that, you know, he got to be this character. Yeah, and I heard that he's been saying like he wants to fight Henry Cavill, right? Like yeah, he wants to have yeah. a team up uh, or, a, or a, a battle. I was like, yeah, dude, yeah. that'd be so dope. I'd be so excited. The dude. whole time that uh, we were watching DC fandom, I was sitting there like, we need Henry Cavill needs to come out and say Man of Steel two. Like that's all we need. Ah, uh, yeah, dude, I would have been so same, excited. Yeah. 
Dude, I do want to say one last thing before we move on from this. Uh, I I was uh, watching one of the interviews that um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson had been talking about, and he said that this movie is one of the most action-packed movies he's ever done. And that's a big deal, because obviously he's done Fast and the Furious and Hobbs and Shaw, and those movies are very action-packed. Now, I wanted to get into, into this with you. Now, him saying this, do you think that this is a shot at Vin Diesel for what he had done to him? during his his uh you know i guess i was i was reading about this i don't know why they don't mm -hmm. like each other do you know yeah yeah so i guess when uh, that's what i was okay well i'll get into it i thought you knew so i'll get into that i just know that they they really don't like each other and he was like i'm not i'm not gonna be in another scene with him like he wanted to do hobbs and shaw because he didn't want to be associated with them so according to uh, Vin Diesel, he said he was giving him tough love so he can get the most out of the character, which is the rock in the movie. So he would be very like, you know, ill spirited and kind of mean to him and like try to get the most out of like the anger and all that stuff. And the uh, rock didn't like that. So the rock, like at some point after all that filming and everything eventually now came out and said, like, I didn't like one of my cast members because the way he treated me was disrespectful. And he was like, he, and uh, I'm sorry, he was he said and he was a candy a <laughs> He was a candy butt, you know what I mean? Like, and so that's why I I saw that part. Yeah. So he told him, like, you know, and then so a lot after that, a lot of the cast members from Fast and the Furious uh, uh, send messages to The Rock and said, like, oh, dude, I'm so glad that you said that. Like, it's so true. Like, he's kind of a he's a he's a big jerk and all this stuff. And then, you know, The Rock brought that out to light to people. And so there was like this whole thing. So that's why I'm saying that the fact that he said, like, this movie's action packed, he's like taking a shot at him. If that's Maybe not subtly, you know I mean? subtly I it is. Yeah. I did read though that he, he was interviewed about it and he said, I, I probably shouldn't have done that because it's not on brand for him. So he kind of regrets uh, airing the laundry, I guess, so to speak. Yeah. But, in a sense, yeah, he, but could, it's like, he could still have that little bit of a grudge, but I believe him when he yeah. says it's going to be the most action packed. Like I think mm-hmm. he's, he's always trying to one up himself as far as like get better and better and better. So yeah, it's like another Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. But dude, the director is the one that did Jungle Cruise, so they must have a good working relationship. So maybe Definitely. they're like, "Hey, let's, uh, let's push it to the limit." Well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into more of the trailers here, but uh, uh, it's we it's so crazy to me, and I, I wanted to tell you this too. Like a lot of the uh, directors for these newer movies and like you know coming up, like it they they did a lot of horror films, bro. Like uh, I think Jean Colette Sarah, the the guy that's doing uh, Black Adam, he did like Orphan, House of Wax. The Shallows, you know, those are like, yeah, yeah, and it's crazy. And like, those are not, those are pretty good movies. Like I thought so. So I'm glad that they're getting like, you know, uh, these like more, I guess, like bigger IPs, you know what I mean? I mean, it makes sense, right? Because horror movies can come off super campy. And if you don't know how to take a smaller budget and make it, you know, spooky and like convince people, like that's kind of a good test because it's a lower budget, stakes are lower. And uh, yeah, but I'm I'm glad. I think it's a good kind of like foot in the door mm-hmm. training. Definitely, yeah, um, dude. I, I like that. Now, like you know, he's I, I'm because a lot of those horror movies, like you said, they have a low budget, and now they're coming into this movie and they have a big, big budget. You know what I mean? So it's like now, like they can do a bunch of stuff that you know they only dreamt of. Dude, and Pierce Brosnan, bro, is in this movie. Yeah, I'm he's, excited. He's Doctor Fate. He's the one I was telling you about, where you know he wears the golden helmet. And then the the helmet kind of takes over him and all that. He he's dope. Right. He's magic. That guy, that guy is crazy. Like I don't know like a lot of stuff about him, but from what I've seen in the animated series, he's pretty sick. 
It looks sweet. Yeah, dude, I think the the little that we saw of this this like trailer and the behind the scenes, I I, I got pretty hyped for it. I was like, yeah, dude, definitely yeah. same. And it's coming out freaking supposedly expected July 29th, 2022. Now that could change. Oh, that's true. But that's what we then, have now. I know you heard about the news where they're pushing some of the, the dates back. Oh, now. Yeah, I know that. That's I mean, it better not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's 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 a thing, but it's I don't yeah. know. It's like it's like they said, uh, Batman is coming out there. Let's push it away from it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because Batman's coming oh. next year. So that's what like I, if you think about it, right, they pushed it away from it. <laughs> People are like, clear the way. This is going to be a big. Nah, this is yeah. You're not going to want to go against it now. So the next one that um, I was pretty hyped about was Aquaman two, the the Lost Kingdom. Aloha, DC fandom. I apologize for the four year wait. Oh my gosh, been here since 2017. But I'm very proud of the sequel because it's tackling a lot of issues environmentally. Stakes are higher, and I'm just excited because I had a big part in. My boy James, you know? <laughs> Check it out. I'm excited for you to see it. The tides are changing. It's important. The tides are changing. Well, it's it's Aquaman. So it's weird because they spell it out Aquaman 2 and the Lost Kingdom. And then there's just Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom that I've seen. So it's like, I don't know which one to like believe. Yeah. It's kind of weird, but <laughs> heck James won. Come on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just the marketing is weird. Dude, what did you think? I like it, dude. I'm I'm excited for it. I like the last one. Um, Same. It's one of the best DC ones that I've seen, honestly. Well, I loved Man of Steel, but I think it did a lot more. It did better than most of them. And, the, you know, the last one, is it's definitely a lighter tone than the rest of them, I would say. It's a little more colorful. It's not so, you know, black and white. But I liked Jason Momoa's character. You know, I liked... Uh, I, I'm surprised Nicole Kidman's coming back. Patrick Wilson's coming back. Like, everyone's yeah. coming back. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it looks it looks like a fun time. Yeah, dude, it it definitely does. Uh, I'm actually pretty stoked about it. Do I like Jason Momoa and I like what he did in the original movie? So, like to see him kind of reprise the role and kind of see uh, where the character can head because you know always you know Aquaman's always been that character that's very like campy and like you know it's always made fun of and like you know because he's like he talks to sea creatures and all that stuff. But you know he he's not. He's like doing way cooler stuff with like telepathic communications with them it's pretty sweet uh yeah but dude you know what got me super excited bro he gets to ride a freaking seahorse bro well he rides a sea dragon is what it's called but we we know it's a seahorse it looks freaking sweet dude they did like a little concept art if you guys can look that up dude oh dude it looks freaking rad i was like i was like yes this is what i wanted that does look, it's classic Aquaman, right? It's classic like, Aquaman, awesome. dude. Yeah, dude. The Aquaman's dope. Like he has, he's, he's he's cool. I think they're gonna. Uh, I think he talks about it in the trailer, but he's gonna dive a little bit into like, you know, uh, geopolitical kind of like, uh, uh, you know, tonality overall in the movie. So like, they're gonna talk about like, you know, probably like, you know, what is it? Oil spills and you know stuff like that. They're gonna kind of get into that. I'm uh, I'm sure they will. So, like protecting the environment. Exactly. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, he's always he's always fighting for the ocean. So exactly. You know the thing that made me smile when I saw like the casting. Tell me, Your freaking Randall Park is in this. Oh. You know the guy from yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from freaking Ant Man and uh, Wandavision. Yeah, yeah, That's and right. he's gonna be another Doctor dude. I love it. I love it. That guy. Yeah, he's sweet, dude. <laughs> he's like uh, like Jesse Plemons. Uh, like when you see him, you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a treat. <laughs> yeah, like one of yeah. those underrated. Like once he comes out on screen, it's gonna be good. So yeah, I'm excited for it. But um, 
You also put down the, the Aquaman King of the Atlantis animated series. Yeah, this... Which we actually got a trailer for, too. I didn't know about this. I don't know how I, I missed it, but I didn't... I wasn't watching the stream for this part. So what did you think about it when you saw it? Dude, this looks sweet, bro. I, I This is up our alley. I think you're going to dig it, too. It looks like Adventure Time. I don't know if you've ever watched that. It looks just like that. Very similar humor. He even sings a sweet song that you guys should definitely go check out. I think they put a clip out. I think it's actually, if I'm mis- not mistaken, I think it's streaming right now. October 14th, it started. Uh, um, but dude, sweet little cartoon. I love the color. I love the characters. Uh, Freaking, it just looks sweet. Uh, what did you think, dude? Dude, I love the, like I watched the four minute intro and I love the like the little song where it's like, Aquaman, King of the... And like he does chapter one and like, oh man. It yeah. has such a funny, yeah. like, Odd tone. I'll go uh, say. I know you're fine. Go ahead. Uh, but <laughs> so, like Adventure Time, I, 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 I'm not as big as you are on Adventure Time. But like the way they draw it, it's just so exaggerated and so goofy. And I love how he's like having yeah, a trouble yeah. like sitting in the throne. And he's like, can it, <laughs> can I get a different throne? I'm like, no, no, you can't get it. And then later in that same clip, once the once the like the the focus changes to the the guy that comes in the room, like he's sitting there perfectly fine. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> This is, yeah, uh, yeah, it's sweet. I know. Yeah, they're gonna go like super in depth with like faces and like you know get close up and do. The, I know they're gonna do some cool stuff like that. The scrunchy faces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell me about Peacemaker. Peacemaker came out as well. Jamil, you, you cool? What does that mean? Truth is, you're supposed to be in prison. For what? Superhero stuff. What superhero are you? Peacemaker. Get out of here! There's no superhero called Peacemaker. Dude, I'm famous. This is James Gunn's baby as well, right? Yeah, dude, it's crazy. I I was reading a little uh a little like article that he had that he was they were talking to James Gunn and I guess it took him like uh like he wrote the entire first season like uh like 8 weeks during COVID quarantined. Just because he was bored. <laughs> and like he had stated yeah. that I was like I was like oh, that's kind of funny cuz we were talking about like you know when COVID there's going to be a lot of things that are going to come out cuz everyone's home all the writers are just home not doing anything so they just they're working. Like, might as well do something, right? Um, I thought, honestly, dude, the trailer was really awesome. Like, it, like the, like I, I keep saying the tone, but the, like, the tone is is all, especially for what you're trying to watch, right? I think they set the tone so well. Like, the song, do you really want it? Yeah. And then, like, the eagle, dude, freaking uh, John Cena's character, all the, you know, all the things that they're kind of going through. You're like, okay, I can see why now he chose this character to be, like, to have his own show like like it makes sense now to me after watching this trailer because you know obviously we saw suicide uh the suicide squad right um and everyone hated (laughs) peacemaker at the end of it but this trailer makes me like him again you know what i mean i don't know dude i'm not sold really okay tell me why i love like john cena does great in this role Mm -hmm. like there's no doubt and i i love the uh Okay, so the trailer sets them up and have a lot of sympathy, right? Like they kept leaning on like, oh, you know, like you had a rough childhood and yeah, like yeah. things, you know, things happened to him and they're trying to get build up the sympathy and the eagle's hilarious, you know, like it's great that he's yeah. got a friend eagle and like they're just adding all these little things where like, dude, I cannot get over what you did in the last <laughs> you, are, you are no superhero. That's like, funny. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I feel you, dude. I think, I, I mean... If this had just come out and I had never seen Suicide Squad, I'd be like all for this. Like this yeah. looks hilarious. I feel like maybe uh, he'll grow on you if you watch the show. But I guess like I feel like maybe now since you watched the movie, you're just like, 
I don't even want to watch the show. So I, it's going to be a little tough. It's going to be it's tough. A, it's weird, man. But it's I mean, like if I were to watch like the Joker and then all of a sudden they came out with the Joker series where he's yeah. trying to be a good guy. It's like, yeah, you're not. Uh, a good. He's dude. a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, he's trying to fool us all. But uh, we, we, I mean, he's John Cena is doing a great job. It's very he's very charming. And like, uh, I love like the new recruits, like they're bringing in Daniel Brooks to be like a kind of like a comic relief with the, with the other um, yeah. agent that's kind of working with them. Yeah, um, and then they got, I love the casting. Yeah, yeah. dude, and they got freaking Robert Patrick, the Terminator himself, bro. That's his yeah. dad. That's awesome. <laughs> I when I saw him, I was like, like this is so random. I didn't expect him to, you know, show up, you know, to be the dad. And obviously, there's like a, there's like this really weird tension between the father and son, and like, I, I, I'm sold, bro. I'm here for this. Like, I genuinely am glad that they painted him in a different light because I wanted to like the character, like. Even in the movie, like in the beginning, you like him. Not until that ending, and you know we're not going to spoil it, but not until that ending is when people, you know, you start to like realize that he's not yeah. the person that you expected him to be. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all about the writing. They could, they could, re- he could redeem himself. And I mean, the trailer even says, you know, give peace a chance. So, or the the poster, it's even telling you to give him a chance, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, comes out January on HBO Max. So. Check it out. Uh, okay, so this is the one I'm excited to talk to you about, Ernie. So The Flash had a one-minute teaser trailer. Tell me something. You can go anywhere you want, right? Any timeline, any universe. Why do you want to stay and fight to save this one? You change the future. And you change the past. We didn't get no behind the scenes. We didn't get no conversations afterwards talking about it. We just got this, you know, Ezra Miller said hello and he he kind of like said some weird stuff that you weren't <laughs> what were you saying oh, he he says i don't know in the beginning of the freaking <laughs> the intro <laughs> like in yeah. the intro he goes hello dc fandominiums or i don't know what he says but i was just like oh this is dumb turn him off like, turn i off was like oh, i don't like that he said that but i get it like he's like that quirky kind of like you know jokester kind of weird guy you know that that's his thing that's his gimmick of ezra miller i'm sure that's just how he is i don't i don't know but dude what did you think about that one minute thing that we got so I mean, it was it was great, right? Like I wanted more. So like Michael Keaton's voice comes out, and you're just like, "Oh, dude, that's Batman!" And then you see like there's there's gonna be like this other reverse type of Flash. He's gonna show up, and like you don't really understand, but he's going to like Wayne Manor. And you see there's another Flash, and you see like a glimpse of a Supergirl's there, and there's just a lot of hints of like cool multiverse stuff that they're setting up, and I loved it. Like I wanted to see more of it. Like that. What they showed us was very small, but I liked it. What do you think? Yeah, dude, I I thought I thought the same thing, dude. Like you stated before, man. Like Michael Keaton, like kind of narrating, uh, or he's not narrating, but you can know you know he's talking to Barry. Like he's telling him, like, oh, hey, like you know, you can go to any multiverse and you chose to come here, kind of thing. Like he's telling him that, and then you kind of see like 
like there's like two berries, right? One with like long hair, one that has like a suit. And a lot of people are speculating that that's like Batman suit, but it's like, you know, he just painted it. Uh, yeah. And then you get the berry that has like the better suit, right? Uh, or the other Ezra Miller. <laughs> and, uh, and then um, there's a scene and I was trying to dissect this because I, I was telling you this that I really hope they go off of this, but they go into like this. Um, it looks like this uh, uh, a kind of building that has like someone like secured and they let them go and they look scrawny. I'm thinking that that's Superman, bro. That that's the alternate alternate Superman that they got, like that they ended up like uh, uh, like capturing him, and he didn't land in Smallville. He landed somewhere else where they captured uh, him. If you guys haven't seen uh, uh, Flashpoint, I think it's called Flashpoint Paradox or something like that. It's, a, it's an animated series. I think there's a comic too, but I was talking about that like episodes ago. But I think that's what that is. I think they're going off of that a little bit, dude. And and so like seeing that, and then freaking like at the end of the trailer, like, you know, they have the Batmobile and obviously it's freaking Michael Keaton's freaking Batmobile and they pull the freaking, uh, uh, he doesn't show it. They don't show it, dude. I was like, but you can tell, like, you can tell that it's like the outline of it. And I'm like, this is going to be awesome. Like, damn, dang, bro. Dang. It's uh, yeah. I was so mad. I was like, it's DC fandom guys. Come on, give it to us. I want to see it. Show me the Batmobile. Yeah. I, I, I'm, oh. it, I at least show me Michael Keaton in the suit. Like he even says it in the in the movie and like in an interview he said or like somewhere he's like uh, he tried on the suit again and it fit yeah. and it fit him like perfectly. And I was oh, like, cool. I was like, that's dude, Michael, dude, Michael Keaton's such a such a bad badass dude. He's so cool. And you know, like uh, Ben Affleck's Batman's gonna be in there too. Yeah. So I'm sure there's gonna be a moment together and like that. I don't know. I I was like. I loved what we saw, but I wanted to to walk away like super hyped. You, you know wanted I mean? to I see wanted... more, but they didn't want to give us more, dude. Why? Such a tease. We got a bigger like. So I was looking at I was looking at what they did last because people were saying the last DC um, uh, fandom was a lot better than this one because they showed you more stuff. They showed you more concepts than like they had a bigger segment talking about the Flash last year than what we got this year. Yeah, so like ah, just give us more. I want more. I know. <laughs> Yeah. I'm impatient. I I am as well. I I think like I'm glad we got something, and I like some part of me was like you know okay we got something, but I'm like God I just wanted more. I think because we're anticipating a lot of this. Like this is one of the only other like Snyderverse things that we we have. I think this is the last thing, right? Or no, well Aquaman Aquaman too, but I think this is like yeah. the, the the one that's actually fallen in line with like the original Batman, and it's like. Not its own like Aquaman spinoff thing, you know, but it, by itself, it's still in. Yeah, that. this one is the, the 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 first one to set up how multiverse works exactly right? in, yeah. the, in the DC world. So mm-hmm. it's gonna say Snyderverse exists, but we have these other stories. Exactly. Other, yeah. Um, so there's still a chance. Like, I mean, at least this gives us a chance that there might be more Snyderverse. Yeah, dude. And um, I, I like the, the director too, freaking Andy. And I'm gonna butcher this, Moshi Moshieri. He did like Mama, It Chapter One and Two, like the new ones that just came out. Another horror, you know, director, which is awesome. Like, this is like they're coming, dude. They're coming. They're coming. Yeah, I mean, he did a good good job on the on the It Chapter series. Like that's that was kind of a twisty one because it's basically a big movie like with two chapters in it. So this one also seems like it's going to be a lot complex, like as far as how they're going to go through the different universes, pick up different people and. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for it, but just show us more, bro. 
Definitely. Yeah. I would say the next one um, did show us more, and that was Shazam Fury of the Gods. Hello, my name is Zachary Levi. I should have a little tag. And I play Shazam. We all established something very special in the first movie. And in Shazam Fury of the Gods, we expand on that. Now they have to balance their life with being superheroes. This is where you hang out with your superhero friends, isn't it? These goddesses come to our world. Our incredible new villains, Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren. She's kick-ass as Calypso. We have mythological creatures, minotaurs, harpies, and dragons. I thought you were going to say, I, I think this one showed us more, but it should have showed us less. <laughs> <laughs> but it could have stopped. We yeah. didn't want to see anymore. But no, dude, yeah, I yeah. loved it. What do you think of it? Dude, I thought it was cool. Dude, like me and my wife really liked the original Shazam. Like every time we watch it, like for some reason, we'll look at each other and we'll be like, this was a good movie. And I was like, yeah, this is like one of the better, like, you know, DC films that we've had, like in a very long time. Like, uh, so I don't know. I, I like Zachary Levi. So it's like, you know, I'm a little biased, but I, I, I honestly, dude, I'm really excited for this movie. I'm kind of sad. Like this movie isn't coming out till 2023. I thought it was going to come out next year. So I was like really excited. And then I saw the 2023. I was like, no, dude, why? I know, man, dude. I, and we got like some cool behind the scenes. We got to see like. You know, Lucy Liu is there. Helen Mirren is there. Uh, Ra dude, Rachel dude, Ziegler's in there. Age. I know. Yeah, she doesn't. Dude, Lucy Liu does not age. Dude, like what? The, like what's going on, dude? She's got the secret. She's magic. She's, she's magic. got yeah. She's got the magic touch. But like Rachel Ziegler from uh, you know whatever it is, West Side Story, and uh, the other like she's getting all kinds of roles now. She's gonna be in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I really liked the behind the scenes stuff that we saw and it looks like they're having fun. It wasn't like a trailer trailer. It was kind of like a behind the scenes featurette. Yeah. Kind of like Aquaman too. Yeah. But I think the suit, the, the, the suit looks better and it looks a little more mature, right? Like it's, it's like not in a dark way, but in like a good way. Like it's, it's like, it's kind of growing with the audience. It's good. Which is pretty cool. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about this movie. I think like one of the, like the director, I think David Sandberg, um, I think one of the biggest things that he was like criticized for Shazam was the flights, uh, you know, the, when they're flying and they're fighting, uh, a lot of people didn't really like that. And a lot of people were talking smack. And I think he had commented on a Twitter video that, or I mean, sorry, a YouTube video that one, uh, some guy, you know, talking basically about fighting flight scenes <laughs> and he tells them, yeah, we took that into consideration. So when the next one comes out, we're going to do something a lot different. So I'm curious to see, what he's gonna do because like he has a great like uh, dude david sandberg is another great director bro i've seen all these movies like annabelle creation one of my favorite uh horror like annabelle create like movies and then lights out which was pretty awesome um so so you know like i'm excited to see what he's gonna come up with like i think he's a great mind uh and i think his direction is really well like you know it's something to take under consideration with these films ah dude lights out was such a disappointment for me I thought it was pretty cool. Like I, for what it was, you know what I mean? Like I always say that because I didn't think he could have done any more with it. Like, at least in my opinion, it could have been, sure it could have been the like, script. You know, yeah. It could, and not maybe not necessarily his direction, but like they, they had such a cool concept and they did like the yeah, bare yeah. minimum. And I was like, what? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. But, that, yeah. but the, th the sad thing is probably the next DC fandom, we're going to get uh, a one minute teaser instead of the one we got. 
<laughs> We're going to get two minutes. They're going to add an extra minute. It's gonna sh- 30 seconds. It's going to get smaller. All right, man. This is it. We've come, come to the one. To the one that we've all wanted to discuss, dude. At the very end, they teased this all the way to the very end, and then we got, we got the goods. So live trailer, the Batman. The excitement. Stole the show. Definitely. I think they did a great job, like, hyping me up throughout the whole darn show. Because I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. They're like, I'm going tur- to turn watch this, this off, anymore. but I want to see the Batman. <laughs> but I want to see the Batman, dude. Oh, oh, dude. I, Dude, my wife's like, when are you going to finish? When the Batman comes out, I said. <laughs> like, I was like, dude, I've watched this trailer, like, five times already. Like, it was... So from so the first time you saw it, what'd you think? I thought it was great, dude. I was smiling, bro. I was excited. I was like, yes. And they still used their Nirvana song, which was awesome. I'm glad that they kept that in the trailer. I'm glad that they showed more of these like characters and and like where they're coming from. I like there's this particular scene, and I think this is an testament to the way Robert Pattinson's gonna play uh Batman. He sees the Riddler and he's behind a wall and he hits the wall. And, you know, he's violent. That's his thing. Like, he's barely learning to control himself. And you like that scene, I was like, dude, that's a telling sign of what we're going to get uh, uh, overall with, like, the new Battison. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I was, uh, I thought it was awesome. It's like, what did you do? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that, that was so sick, dude. What did you think, man? So, wait, I want to ask you. So, you've watched it five times now. Has it gotten better? Or have you seen, like, what, how does your overall impression now that you've seen it a bunch of times? I'm still excited. I'm still stoked. I really like the trailer. I think the first one was probably my favorite just because of the tone and and the, like again, like the song, just the way that trailer was sold to me was awesome. I but like this trailer, you know, I think it's justified as one of the better ones just because of the way everything was cut. Like I think he had more like uh uh, uh like the ability to show a lot more of like the characters, right? Like even like that ending scene of of uh, you know Colin Farrell's uh, penguin, you know his car's flipped over and Bat- Batman is like walking towards him and it's upside down, like you know, like an upside down bat, you know, like how the Batman, like yeah. you know how bats bats hang upside you know, hang. down, yeah, yeah. So that like that's what you're seeing, and I was like, dang, bro, like yes, like he's doing everything. Dude, Matt Reeves, bro, is like he's really going all out, bro, like. Yeah, dude. It was so it's it's beautifully shot. Like it's it's such a it's so, it's so pretty. Like the way they've painted each scene looks very picturesque, and like you could freeze it, and it just looks so artistic. And it's definitely yeah. But we we did get grumpy, angry Batman, and I was a little disappointed because. <laughs> but I, I will say I understand, right? Like I understand what's what's happening yeah. now that I see the full trailer. So he is bitter and grumpy, and he's rageful. And that's going to be the whole movie. But I'm hoping that my 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 light at the end of the tunnel is Catwoman, right? Because she's going to balance them out. She has that one scene where he's just beating that guy. And she's like, this guy's a little crazy. Like, I don't know if I agree with his method. So I think he's going to have an arc, which I'm happy for, right? He's going to learn 
throughout the course of this movie, like how to do, like he's still defining himself as a hero. Um, so that, that yeah. got me super hyped. The um, all the performances look really cool. Like I loved uh, Andy Serkis's look as Pennyworth. It looks pretty cool. Like he looks like he's got the butler thing down it. But dude, I it's gonna be so dark. And it's so funny how everyone is so hyped for this. And I I understand right. Like uh, this is the culture, uh, the climate of the culture, right? Like we just want to see things like you know we can't take matters into our own hands. We want to see Batman do it. You know you know what I mean. Uh, I don't know. I yeah yeah. I'm excited for it, and I I love the direction, and I'm excited to see how it's just interesting because we never really had a strong like Catwoman's been there, but she hasn't been to the level I think she's going to be in this one, and I think she's going to be a really important piece of his story, which is interesting. Yeah, I I think that's the thing about this movie that I that I've come to like kind of understand is like that that we're getting a Batman that like we talked about like that is learning that you know he has his flaws. A lot of the things that I used to love about Batman is that he was always ready. He's always in the know. Like he knows how to defeat something or, you know, like very well prepared. That's like his thing. And to see him kind of growing into the character that, you know, that we're going to know, I think is, 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 is interesting because we never get that. We never get the, you know, obviously we got Christian Bale, you know, when he's learning from the League of Shadows, but we really didn't get, Christian Bell learning from his mistakes, which I think we're going to learn a lot from in Robert Pattinson's character. And I think he's going to bring a lot to the table with that. And, and so that's what excites me about the trailer overall. I also, like you said, very artistic, dude. I love the colors that they use red, like throughout a lot of the filming, right? That's what it kind of seems like in the trailer. But it's cool because it's a sure telling sign of like, if you ever watched like the, the movie Eyes Wide Shut, right? With Tom, with Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, right? Um, in the in the film like you see a lot of blue in the in the foreground like that's the color that's always present when when something is happening i'm not going to get into it i don't want to ruin this really old movie but you know i definitely you know 1999 i don't want to like still ruin it but you know like it's blue in certain scenes and it's like this other like uh, uh, uh monotone color and it's because of like what's happening in those scenes that are you know uh, uh uh kind of like grasping you and that's what the color is a kind of like uh uh initiating this feeling because you know that this is because it's red this is happening you know what i mean the eyes white shit is very very similar to that so I, I i i'm honestly i'm sorry i'm super excited i'm one of those people that just like this is everything that i've been waiting for like i don't think that there is another movie that could sell me more than this movie has already sold me like i think i can talk like freaking i <laughs> like so much about it <laughs> and I, I but i won't get into it you know no, dude, I agree with you. It, it looks pretty. I think this is the most uh, realistic, like as far as you can get from like the campiness of the cartoons and like the older Batmans. Like this is the most serious Batman we're going to get. Um, it's the most grounded. It's surprising. It feels more grounded than the Nolan ones. And I love the Nolan ones. Uh, I feel like this one's even more like Gotham feels like a like a really lived in city and like um I love the the new spin on the Riddler, how the Riddler has, it's not the jokey Riddler that we got in the 90s. It's, you know, he's, I'm sure once, like, you know, that opening scene where people are coming in to get him, like the police are coming in to catch him. He's already got his plan in motion, you know? He's already, like, five steps ahead of everyone. And so Batman's going to be, like, trying to catch up. I don't, I'm not sure how this is going to end, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, they gave me enough where I'm like, oh, this looks cool. 
but I have no idea what's going to happen, which is great, right? Like that's a good trailer. Um, but yeah, Matt Reeves has definitely done a really good job of uh, painting a, a very realistic looking Batman, um, Gotham city. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. Um, yeah. I love that you said that about Gotham. Definitely. Uh, I think one of the things that a lot of people don't like, or a lot of the Batman films that, you know, we've had, I don't think, uh, they ever feel that the world is lived in like that Gotham is a place that, you know, exists outside of this character. And I like that they, they're like, you know, they're bringing that to the foreground, like to the forefront. Like I like that you, you see that. And, uh, yeah, dude, uh, dude, Riddler is a great character. Like he's always like that. He's always like five steps ahead of, of anyone. He, he thinks he's the smartest person in the room and, in a, in a sense, he kind of is. So I like that they're doing this this uh, Batman that's a detective. We haven't had a detective Batman, not one that's solving crimes and and trying to you know finish the job. We always just get like you know yeah like we get like that you're saying that grumpy, angry, violent Batman. But it's like think about it like Christopher Christopher Nolan's Batman, <laughs> like Christian Bale just beats a bane. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he does nothing to solidify the the end like the ending of the regime in any way like he, he freaking kills Ra's al Ghul like nothing ever is like resolved in a sense and like I feel like this one is like a, he's trying to kind of get his foot in the door like with like like you know trying to solve this crime and trying to actually stop this uh villain in this movie so I mean we're, yeah. we're talking about it in nauseam but like we don't really know like we haven't even watched the movie we're just kind of like going off like this this freaking three minute trailer or whatever it was no I think he's representing kind of what a lot of the world is feeling right now where there's a lot of corruption in the world and we we, we don't really know what to do about it and and it's this yeah. is like a rich guy that's like I have the resources I can do something about it and like he's mm-hmm. he's trying to he's trying to you know go out and fix things but he's still he doesn't quite know what he's getting himself into because, you know, these people are, you know, smart criminals. They're not just like, dude, Colin Farrell, dude, looks amazing, dude. The the makeup and stuff yeah, on him. That, we got like more of yeah. him talking and oh man, like so he's gonna he be looks sick, dude. We know he's a really smart crime boss. We know, you know, Rid- Riddler's yeah, gonna be super smart. So like I don't know. He's he, I think he doesn't realize what he's walking into. I know this is year two, right? But he's not fully yeah. realizing what he's yeah. taking on but it's great i i, I like you can, i like the struggles yeah. you can kind of see that like definitely like he doesn't know what he's going up against because at some point like he like he doesn't care about himself he make he states that and like you can tell that in the trailer when like he's running through that hall there's always a hall scene isn't there dude that and, like, hall he's just scene? getting shot at he's just getting shot at and it's so darth like, vader star wars no? shot. did you see? yeah oh dude yes yes i don't know dude. why they don't shoot him like, in the face like he's anyway <laughs> I don't I don't even know either. I think they're like I don't know, bro. But Matt Reeves just, did that in that Planet of the Apes movie. I don't know if you saw when Caesar got the gun and it was like bah, 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 bah. like he there's or was it I don't know if it was Caesar or it was the bad the bad monkey, but there's a scene very similar to that and he kind of recreates it here and it looks so sweet, dude. He's just walking all menacing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm not stopping. No, I do remember that scene and I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, that's why I wrote right here, director, writer, Matt Reeves, War and Dawn of Planet of the Apes. Because I was like, I got a lot of those vibes, dude. I was like, I remember that scene where he gets the gun and he goes. Dude, I love those uh, movies. They're so they're great. Good. They're really good. Yeah, yeah dude. Great movies. Uh, damn, that that's a, I, those are movies that like we, I think me and you saw all of them in theater together. But it's like some of those movies that you rewatch and you're like, dang, I forgot how good this was. So good. Yeah, so that makes me even more excited for this one because 
his direction is just I love his, his style of directing. So this one is especially with Andy Circus, dude, because he you know Andy Circus is on set with them and they're talking and it just seems like this is a really solid crew and uh yeah the talent. So I'm excited for it. That's funny. It sounds like uh, when we started, you kind of sound like, oh, you're like, oh, okay, it looks good. I'm I'm going to watch it, but I'm not super. Now we talked about it. You sound like you're more stoked about it. Well, that's the thing <laughs> the is the, the first time yeah. I watched the trailer, I was like, ah, oh, man, this is what we're doing. But then I, as the more I watch it, like I'm, I'm with you, dude, I saw it like five or six times and I started kind of dissecting it. And yeah, I love that. I know we're going to get an arc, right? I know we're going to get a, a uh, Batman that's completely different at the end of this movie than we did at the beginning. And I, I'm excited mm-hmm. for the overall journey he's going to take. And I don't think he's mm-hmm. going to stay grumpy, angry Batman. I think he's going to learn throughout the movie. And that's what makes me excited. Like, we're not getting a stagnant. Although, uh, as much as I want, like, that detective, like, he's already really good at his job and he's just out solving crimes. Like, I want that. I still want the detective Batman that I think we might have gotten with uh, Ben Affleck's Batman, but mm-hmm. I like where this is headed. So. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. All right, we have a couple Twitter questions, and this one was, fits right into what we are talking about. We have... Uh, you want to read it? Yeah, so this one comes from <laughs> Blu-ray Angel. Do you prefer Batman with or without white lenses? A pretty cool question, because I was like, dang, I never thought of that, dude, but what did you think, dude? Because we get it in the, what is it? Is it the Dark Knight Rises or the Dark Knight where he's got the echolocation thing in his mask and so it goes white. Mm -hmm. He's looking at it. So we kind of got a little bit of that. But dude, for me, I for sure love it in the animated. Like, give me white eyes in the animated. But this I like. Yeah. I like just the regular eyes. Same. Me as well, dude. I'm glad that we we agree on that. I feel like it's more practical for him to be able to actually see. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I, it just, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he can see with the white eyes, kind of like Iron Man, right? He has like the, the freaking little slits that somehow now he can see like all this freaking technology in his face where he's like got Siri all over the place. Right. Jarvis. But like uh, Jarvis, Jarvis, but, or now it's Friday, but uh, either way, I like that you can see the eyes. Like, I like that that's like a thing. Like, I don't need him to be like super tech savvy. Like, I want him to be like still grounded. So I, that's how I like my Batman. So. Yeah, I think yeah, you get you get more emotion. Yeah. But I think is this the first time we've seen like the black stuff around his eyes when he's got the mask off? Or is this uh yes and no, because <laughs> there was that whole Ben Affleck gate, right, with the uh, Batman v Superman, right? Where like, you know, he's wearing like the black makeup under his mask, but then like he takes off the mask and then oh, like, he has no makeup. <laughs> Do you remember that? But yeah, this is the first time you kind of see black around the eyes that I remember. Well, thank you for the question, Blue Ray Angel. We have another one from at not Spawn of Venom. <laughs> Who would you cast as the Joker in Robert Pattinson's Batman? This is a tough question. Yeah, dude, I want to hear yours first before mine, dude. What did what did you think? Dude? I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal would be a good pick, but I I thought about it for a while. I was thinking, dude, Luke Evans. You know Luke Evans from Dracula Untold? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. He was so good in uh, The Nine Perfect Strangers. Like, he played a completely different role. I want to see him, dude. I think he could do it. That's a that's a good choice, dude. I like Luke Evans. He's sweet. How about you, bro? Dang, that's... <laughs> now, this is... Now, I, I I was racking my brain around this, bro. There's only one person that came to mind, like, throughout, like, my whole time. Because I know that there's probably great people that can do it. But, dude, Lakeith Stanfield, bro. Yeah, and I think the reason that, like, I kept thinking about him was... 
his role in in, uh, uh, in Sorry to Bother You uh, cash, when he's Cassius Green. I don't know what it is about him in that role, but like I got like Joker vibes just in the sense of like uh, these little mannerisms that he would pull off. And I was like, I would love to see how he plays this character grounded because obviously the Batman movie is going to, they're all, it's all grounded. That's like the, that's its thing. So I would love to see how he portrays. Obviously I would love to keep walking Phoenix, you know, he's an awesome Joker that we still have now, but if I could choose, it'd be Lakeith Stanfield, bro. You know what I saw? Someone was posting, uh, if gender wasn't a thing, like a factor in a factor, the decision, yeah. people were saying, what if it was Anya Taylor-Joy as the Joker? What do you think of that one? That's interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. It, would it, it takes well, me a, well, first, tell, tell me why. It, tell me why. It just took me a while to like wrap my head around it, but I'm like, she could play a crazy Joker. I think she could do it. I don't know, man. She's got, she's got range. Yeah, no, I mean... I, I guess she could play the, I mean, if, if, it, I mean, we're doing the multiverse, so uh, like gender doesn't really matter. Like I think in the Flashpoint Paradox, Bruce Wayne's father becomes Batman because mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne dies and then uh, his wife becomes the Joker. Oh, interesting. Because of what she saw. So, I mean, and An- Anya Taylor-Joy could possibly be like. I don't know, bro. Know? That one just made me think. I was like, maybe. Like it, that's an interesting one. I didn't yeah. know why I didn't think of a, of a female. This is usually, you know, you, you kind of want to keep with that gender that it has, but yeah. I mean, it could, anyone can play it. That just opens up so many possibilities of like, who could play. I don't know, man. This is a great question though. That is a great yeah. question, dude. No spawn of venom, not spawn of venom, dude. What a great question. Thank you. Dude. I have to announce this one because this one's for you at Tommy Doyle 47. And he says, happy 61st birthday to Jean-Claude Van Damme. Did you have a favorite Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, Ernie? Yes, dude. Kickboxer is one of my favorites that he came out in. Dude, I didn't know it was his birthday and you had you had mentioned it. And I was like, dang, no way, dude. The freaking muscles from Brussels, bro. That's sweet, dude. 61. That's like, he's old, bro. I thought he was, honestly, I still, I thought he was like 50 something, but I, it makes sense, you know? Dude. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> but I will say mm-hmm. my favorite. You're not going to guess this, but dang. Kung Fu Panda. 3. It's going to be. Str- <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say Street Fighter 1994. Oh, that's a, that's a good one, too. I, yeah. I love, I, I am going him as a saltwater it, crocodile, Master Croc. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know what? In Street Fighter, he goes, Are you coming with me? Are you going home? Are you coming with me? Did that whole rally up. Yeah. Did sweet scene. I'm sorry. That's a great movie. I don't know if I've seen it. I think I've seen it. It's been a while. Yeah, we get freaking uh, um, Raul Julia, bro. Uh, sadly, he passed away after the filming because he was like dealing with some like really bad like cancer or something. But so during that film, sorry, a little side note here. During that filming, he was really sick. And dude, he brought it to the table. Like you could see, like even though, you know, the movie's not the best, dude, Raul Julia, he did a fantastic job. Like he really did a great job. Dang. Thank you guys for all your questions. Our last section is what are we watching? And we're gonna we're gonna narrow it down to one this time, Ernie. <laughs> we're watching- I have five. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what was the what was the one thing that you watched this week that you would recommend or that you enjoyed? I was watching The Night House. And this I, I don't know when this movie had come out. This is one of the movies that me and my wife, I think your wife as well, we were anticipating to like be released. And I thought it was going to come out like this year. And we watched it the other day, dude. 
great little movie. I thought, honestly, I enjoyed it a lot. I think me and my wife were talking about it, but it's 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 a weird movie because it just well, obviously it's a well, I should have referenced this before, but it's a horror film, and it deals with um, death and depression and suicide, and and you'll kind of get like the gist of it as you watch the film. But it's it's interesting, kind of where it heads towards, like you know the the middle of the movie and you know, the ending. It's, it's a very interesting movie. I actually recommend this one. I know sometimes we watch things that you're like, ah, this wasn't that great, but good, good horror film. You guys should check it out. I like the trailer. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So for mine, dude, Midsommar. No, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> and I, was, I was like, wait, what? You finally saw it? No, I won't watch it. Uh, I, <laughs> no, I, the one I watched was actually one you recommended like a couple weeks back, which was Queen Pins. And that was a fun I uh, actually enjoyed just kind of the overall story with Kristen Bell and uh, who's the new girl? I forget her name. Her name is uh, Kirby Howell. Kirby Howell. Yes. She did a great job too, dude. That I like the overall tone in it bit that it was based on a true story. It was fun. So I def- definitely recommend you guys aren't, uh, aren't into something spooky this season. That was kind of a fun. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I felt like this one kind of fell on the wayside. I think we discussed it on, uh, on one of our trailer reviews that we had discussed, but I thought this was a good movie. I saw it as well. So it, it, it's her name is Kirby Howell Baptiste. I, I want to say her last name, but dude, uh, yeah, Vince Vaughn, dude, a delight as always, dude. I love that guy. But freaking the guy I really like, dude, Paul Walter Hauser, bro. Dude, he, he was, was so sweet. good. Yeah, yeah, you know that scene where he's at the. Uh, I'm sorry, I gotta spoil the scene, but it's just when he's in the in the uh, in the airplane. Oh yeah, and the, the mother tells tells him. Uh, can uh, my daughter sit on the on the on the uh, side of the window so she can see? She likes to see when it lands, and he's like eating, and he's like, "I can't do that." He's all <laughs> she needs to learn that she's not always gonna get her way. Yeah. Or something sweet. She just learned this important life lesson. He was, <laughs> dude, was relentless, so dude. Like, the yes. whole movie, he's relentless. He's just like, yeah, I am a, he's, I am a rule follower. <laughs> it's great. He's sweet, dude. It, it, yeah, great, great movie, dude. Honestly, I I really enjoyed it. All right, guys. Well, that wraps it up for our special DC fandom event episode. And did you have any other uh, thoughts or anything we we didn't cover? No. As always, I would like to thank the audience for, you know, tuning in every week and listening to us rant here a a little bit about our own thoughts. You know, we're always curious to hear what you guys think. So obviously, check us out on Twitter. We're at Watchful Tweets. But yeah, dude, great episode. Thank you again. Uh, Dude, we had so much fun doing this. That's right. If you guys had fun, be sure to subscribe and follow us on Twitter like Ernie was saying. We'll be back next week for another episode. And thank you again for joining us. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. What was the thing I said last episode? It was like, we'll haunt your earwaves or something. Or- <laughs> I don't remember. That's sweet. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.